Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Hey, Mike Lynch here. Hey, and I'm Patrick Harris. You probably like baseball, which is why you're listening to this. This is the uh, Hot Corner Podcast. Well, I kind of like baseball. I guess I'll tune in. Baseball's pretty neat, so... Thanks for listening. This is brought to you by your local Les Schwab Tire Center. Doing the right thing since 1952. Woo, baseball! And now the pitch by Martinez is up and in and hits Gerald Williams on the left hand. Dig your cleats in. Now he's going to charge them out. He's going to charge Martinez, and the fight is on. He got a right hand in before he's grabbed from behind by Baratek, and now the benches are empty. It's time for Hour 2 of the Hot Corner with Patrick Harris. Yerzhinsky wanting to know, am I going? He is going. And Mike Lynch. It is a collision at the plate, and Yerzhinsky not only bangs into Barrett, bangs onto the plate, and here they go. Step up to the plate for Hour 2 of the Hot Corner. Posenda getting into it with Barrett. I mean, there is some hooking going on in the bottom of two piles. On 1080. Solid contact right there. The fan. Welcome to the second hour of the hot corner. If you're missing the first hour, you can download that on the Les Schwab Tires podcast at 10 of the fan and the Odyssey app. Again, beers on us will drop tomorrow at 4 p.m. as we pay homage to a fallen friend in the beer industry. Again, you can get that in uh on wherever you get your podcast, 10 of the fan.com. And the Odyssey app. We got fair or foul coming up at the bottom of the hour. So stay tuned to that. And we will check in and try to figure out what the hell's going on up north. Because it ain't looking pretty. And it's getting worse day by day. Uh, But first we ask this question. Boys, are you ready to divulge the player you hate the most in Major League Baseball? It was a really tough time thinking about it. Because I really don't hate a lot of players. I do like this text. Bryce Harper hasn't been hateable in six years. He really hasn't. It was early on, and then since then he's just been. It's a Bryce fair Harper. argument, yeah. Just because he's got pretty hair doesn't mean you can slam him for it. So I have I have two answers to this question. One is the player that I personally, based on honestly, in some ways, how he looks and how he plays, mm-hmm. hate the most. The second is a beloved player for a fan base that has bothered me in the last ten years. That makes me hate him, even though I shouldn't hate him. Okay. So those are my two. Which would you like first? Uh, I want I want full rage. Just the one you just hate. The only guy I could think of of a guy that no matter where he's been or what he's done, I've just not liked him is Kyle Schwarber. Ooh, nice. Um, I think the fact that he played cheeseburgers. for cheeseburgers. 
I think the fact that he played for Boston last year elevates uh, him to the top of my list. Sure, sure. Um, the prototype of player I hate the most in baseball is somebody who looks like he belongs on the Red Sox roster. <laughs> like you look like a Red Sox, like a Kevin Euclid. A bajillion percent. A Dustin Pedroia. Oh, my God, yes. <laughs> a player who looks like he belongs on the Red Sox is who I hate the most. And then when they go play for the Red Sox, it's over. <laughs> and I don't care that he's on the Phillies now. I don't care that he was a Cub. He was a Red Sox for two months. <laughs> and he looks like he should be a Red Sox. For life. And he's got, there's something about his face. I hate it. So I don't like Kyle Schwarber. And I, it's hard to say hate. I don't really hate anybody. But in, in baseball. But Kyle Schwarber, I, it's Kyle Schwarber. That's my that's my answer for who I personally dislike the most. Joe, who do you personally dislike the most in Major League? A current player. Well, uh, I told you I was surprised by that list and who was at the top, Manny Machado, at the top of that list because mm-hmm. I felt I agree with you guys. Basically, since he went to San Diego, he's been somewhat under the radar and been able to just play baseball and not really be in the – the limelight, the contract talks. Well, with the, the exception of that talks. one little, that one little kind of temper tantrum he threw in Baltimore, he's never really been that hateable. He was just pissed at being on bad teams and didn't want to play third. And that's exactly why I hate him is because he <laughs> was um, he was exactly the type of player who I you know I go back and forth because it's like watching him grow up in Baltimore and who, the player that he was becoming. It's like I knew he was going to leave at some point, but I, I'm still so damn mad at him for doing it and wanting to prove me wrong and stay with the team, the organization that drafted you, that brought you into this league. And you don't, you know, you just don't see that in Baltimore where you're able to sign these stars for so long. And I just knew he never was going to, and I just hate him for it because after, since then, since he left, that whole team got dismantled. And then that leads to honestly, who should be my first hated player, but he doesn't play in the league. Is Chris Davis. Because <laughs> we gave all that money to him instead. What's wrong with Crush Davis? We gave all that money to him instead. Imagine all the money we gave to him and we gave it to Manny and then just more. <laughs> I find it interesting that both of your guys' hatred uh, has very much to do with your your fandom. Well, I think that's going to be obvious. I mean... Mine isn't. Okay. Your old fandom or your new fandom? Both. Because your old fandom, you have hated... The Tigers and White Sox for years. Right, but what am I going to do? I'm going to hate Miggy Cabrera. Yeah, I was also just going to throw in that basically. I'm going to hate Paul Canerco. Basically, any player that wears a Yankees or Red Sox uniform, <laughs> you know, add him to my list as well. So, uh, Well, okay, I do have a biased player. My biased player is Justin Verlander. Hmm. I've always hated him, but I respect the hell out of him because he's good until he opened his mouth about steroid cheating cheaters stuff, as yeah. he was a cheater. Uh, my number one hated player in baseball, without a doubt, is easily Jose Altuve. And it's because he has the biggest heel turn in the history of Major League Baseball. Yeah. He was the lovable baseball elf to now I want to beat you. Yep. Like pummel you into the ground. I would say. I hate your face. Ooh. I hate your jerk off face and your jerk off attitude. And I oh. hope you never oh. play baseball again. As the blue score. And Who doesn't like a good alive. rubby action? Uh, I really, really dislike Jose Altuve, and I think it's because he was a guy that we all loved. Yeah, I think for he me. He turned heel in the best way possible, but, like, if if this is wrestling, he turned heel in the best oh, way possible. damn you, Jose yeah. Altuve. I wasn't thinking. They killed him. My God, he's dead. <laughs> I guess I was ignoring the Astros because I thought that was kind of easy picking. Sure. 
I hate Bregman more than I hate Altuve. Sure. Um, I Everybody, like this texter texting Carlos Correa. Everybody's got an Astro they hate. Yeah. Correa, now that he's on the Twins, I could care less about him. But um, if you're still on the Astros and you're smug, Alex Bregman, then I don't like you. But it's, it's still Schwarber for me. The other answer I have, and this will rile up some people who are listening probably, the fan base that has most bothered me over the last decade or so has been Giants fans. San Francisco Giants The fans? San Francisco Giants. Some of that is because we have one of the most obnoxious ones in this building here with Andy Dirt Johnson. <laughs> Andy Dirt Johnson. Um, and because of that aspect of it, they have a particularly beloved player who I've never really cared about one way or the other. But because they love him so much, I've started to dislike him. And now I just kind of dislike him. And that answer is Brandon, Brandon Crawford. Crawford. You got an issue with Brandon Crawford? I think he, I think it's a fan thing more than a him thing. Okay. Okay. Because I also feel this way about Brandon belt. <laughs> that guy sucks. <laughs> Two guys who are beloved by that fan base. Mm-hmm. I just can't stand. Yeah. And I, and I think it's mostly the fans, but or maybe it's just my experience with giants fans being biased. I, I just, if Brandon Crawford does something good, I just go, ugh. Who the F cares about you, Brandon Crawford? That is my thought every time I see him do something good. I think there, there's there's a bunch of other people that you just look at and you're like, yeah, I don't like you. Josh Donaldson is an easy one. Yeah. But, like, he's not worth my time. You know what I mean? Not like, anymore. Like, he's just not worth my time. Jock Peterson, oh, you are just not worth my time, man. Uh, Anthony Rizzo for a little bit for me. I was kind of like, ugh. Javi Baez as well. Every um, Cub. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, uh, Justin Turner for after that. Oh, that God, whole I co- hate that, that whole COVID thing. But some of it is, some of it, it's like, you're not worth my time. Yeah. Jose Altuve, you're worth my time. I will hate you openly and spend time on it. And be vocal and try to convince people why, I sh- why they should hate you. I realize now that the two of you have really good answers. And although I have logic behind my answer... I'm not happy with my hated player compared to Joe having a very personal reaction to Manny Machado and then you bringing up Altuve. Like, I feel like my Schwarber hate, although I have a reason for it and it makes sense, it does, it, it's paling in comparison to your hate. Yeah. Less hate, man? Can I go with the Hassan Whiteside? <laughs> what? I don't understand that. Less, I'll pull it up. Less hate, man. Just for everybody? It's Everyone drop. should hate less? Okay. When he was on the Blazers, he did this video downtown and... At the end, he goes, less hate, man. And we have a drop of it. So oh, okay. That's, that's um, and if we're going to make this a little bit more positive outcome to end the segment, uh, my f- most favorite player right now, Jesus Aguilar. Yeah. <laughs> what, a, what a treat he is when he's just not playing baseball. Is out he on your field. fantasy team? No, he's just hilarious. He just messes with players all the time. Uh, there was a video the other day of him in um, Ozzy Albies with the Braves where oh, he I basically one, just like yeah. grabbed him around the collar and was like, dude, what is it messing with, with him? What is it with people messing with Ozzy Albies? Did you, somebody was, somebody was telling Ozzy Albies their life story. Oh, it was Freddie Freeman was telling Ozzy Albies like where he grew up and where he came from and all this stuff while Ozzy's standing on first. And he's just like, looking at him like, bro, you, we just won a world series together, man. I don't care. I don't think that was Albies. Was it? That wasn't Albies. I know what you're talking about, but the, I don't know if that was Albies. Let's hate man. I think it was Soto. Um, oh, it might have been Juan Soto. Oh, it was Juan Soto. You're right. Uh, one guy that always makes me smile uh, is Daniel Vogelbach. 
because every time I look <laughs> at him, he's bigger. I saw him hit a home run a couple weeks ago. Um, like I think how- it, was, it was against the Dodgers because he's on the Pirates now, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And I saw him do it, and I was just like, ha, that's just fantastic. How do you get I bigger? That guy is so big now. And it was a no doubter, so he just kind of like <laughs> waddled, waddled yeah, over to the first. Yeah, exactly. I was like, dude, that is just. Looking guys in the eyes yeah. as he's passing them on the it's base like, path. That is, that's, that's good baseball stuff <laughs> I, right I don't there. know if this is my answer to this because you guys are not going like random beloved player. I'm just going through the divisions in my head. First one that popped up for me, uh, you saying Vogelbach reminded me of it. I'm really enjoying Milwaukee Brewer Willie Adamas. <laughs> Dude, I just, just baseball needs more guys like these. Like, I hated him on the Rays for obvious reasons. Sure. But now that he's on the Brewers, like, I really like watching him play baseball. So that's a guy that is just like a fun little extra random team guy that I like. Well, is there other ones? Um, I was going to so emotional. I know we got a break here, but uh, yeah. I wanted to let you know about this, Patrick, that we do actually have some Jim Ross drops in the system. <laughs> you son of a bitch! Why? Tell me why! My God in heaven! Why is this happening? But why? Someone tell me why, damn it! <laughs> those, those, those are great. Those are all heel turns, guaranteed. <laughs> Oh, I yeah. still think someone's got a pull when Undertaker throws Mick Foley off the top of the yeah. cage. Degeneration and- X gaining up on the rock right here. But why? Someone tell me why, damn it. <laughs> but when, when Undertaker throws Foley off, he goes, my God, they killed him. He's dead. Oh, I have more. That, There's like one. eight in the system. <laughs> I remember putting that this That is an Andy Dirt Johnson if I've ever seen one. I believe that back in the old Travis and Wilcox days, Wilcox was a wrestler, you old, is a wrestler. Ye, I don't think he is anymore. <laughs> ye old Josh Wilcox had the number of Mr. Jim Ross, Mr. Ross, and we um, had him on the show. God, I would have beers with Ross in a heartbeat, in an absolute heartbeat. Only if he would tell me the truth. No, don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. That guy's got a family. <laughs> do, you, do you know this as wrestling fans? Because I, I don't care about wrestling, but did... Did Jim Ross know ahead of time what was going to happen? Or because it's, you know, obviously the story is already right. created. Or did they not tell him so they could get reactions like that? I swear to God, that'll stop your heart. Naturally. <laughs> because I, if not, if they did tell him, that's a great acting job. I have to think you don't tell him. So you get the purely natural reaction. Yeah, you have to not tell him. Hmm. And then he just knows that you have to live in that moment. Right. That given circumstance. It's a new champion! Paul Heyman there next to him. I love how he's drowned out by the music in every one of those calls. Yeah. It's like... Well, I heard Stone Cold. I heard heard, heard Triple H in there. Someone tell me why, damn it. Why? (laughs) You son of a bitch! That's Triple H. Tell me why! That's Triple H. It's time to play the game. <laughs> Dude, his theme song was by Lemmy from Motorhead. Like, that's pretty sweet. All right, we come back. Speaking of things that are not sweet, why do the Mariners suck? Like, we're full on. Why do the Mariners oh, come suck? Come on, I steered this into a positive light with the players you like. <laughs> the Jim Ross drops. What? All right, Audible, why is Jim Ross the greatest ever? <laughs> Next, the hot corner, 1080 The Fan. This is the Hot Corner with Harrison Lynch on 1080 The Fan. 
fair or foul coming up here in about 10 minutes. So stick around for that. It's our favorite time of the night. This text comes in from Zach in Portland, 503-2510. Do you think Jim Ross doesn't know that it's fake? Like, he doesn't know the guys are working together to put on a show. My friend, the guy has cerebral palsy, and he's had strokes. He knows what's going on. <laughs> We're talking more like, I don't think he knows the end of the, the, the results. I mean, every, I mean, he called the Montreal screw job when uh, McMahon screwed Bret Hart and gave the title to Shawn Michaels. Uh, he didn't know that. Only the referee and Vince knew that. I swear to God, that'll stop your heart. Uh, oh, even, so, even, so even the wrestlers didn't know that. Yeah, Shawn Michaels looked at Vince McMahon and was like, really, you're doing this? Because in the in the famous Survivor Series of, uh, what is it, 97, the Montreal Screwjob, uh, Shawn Michaels puts Bret Hart in Bret Hart's sharpshooter, and Vince McMahon tells the referee, ring the bell. And the referee rings the bell and says, Bret Hart tapped out. And Bret Hart gets up and goes, are you serious? Spits in McMahon's face. Shawn Michaels grabs the belt and adioses. Just is, I'm out of here. Because I don't want nothing to do with this. And then Bret Hart flashes the screen and symbolizes WCW. Because he was leaving WWF. And Vince said to hell, no champion is going to leave with the belt. Because mm. Bret Hart was going to leave with the belt and said, oh, I'll turn it over the next day. And Vince didn't believe him, so he screwed him. Jim Ross didn't know that. Jim Ross might have known that The Undertaker was going to throw mankind off the top of the cage, but I doubt it. I mean, it's better if you don't, right? Dude, you are speaking a foreign language to me. Okay, if you are... if you are <laughs> the things you are saying, I'm like... The hell in a cell, Mike, come on! Okay, like, he put him into this move, and it was okay. his own move. All right, let's, let's back this up, all right? <laughs> let's back this up for a moment. You don't have to back it up. The 1988... I don't need to know more about this. The 1988 like World Series. Okay, the 1988 World Series, all right? Dodgers A's, okay? It's game one. A's are up. Eckersley comes in. Kirk Gibson hits the home run. Jack Buck famously, I don't believe what I just saw. Do you think that call would be as good if he knew he was going to hit a home run? Okay, of course not. not. I'm not saying I'm confused as to what you're saying about Jim Ross. The way you're telling the story is you're talking to me as if I'm a wrestling super fan where, in fact, I don't care about it at all. So that's really sad, Mike. It's it's the way like the things you're when this guy threw this guy off the top. Oh, OK. You don't you know, know who the Undertaker you know is. What, Mike? All I know about the Undertaker is the gif of him sitting up in the coffin. Oh, that's recent, too. I, I just have that to revert AJ to Styles. that was good. That was like a movie. I have to revert to Jim Ross on this. And I think he just speaks for me. You son of a bitch. Why? Tell me why. I wasn't allowed to watch wrestling, so I never grew into it as a kid. And then I got to be an adult and realized. I mean, let's be honest, Patrick. Let's not. His parents were probably in the right there. Wrestling back in the 90s, like late 90s, early 2000s was absolutely wild. Oh, yeah, dude. I mean, like even even (laughs) even like the amount of lewd and inappropriate sexualized behavior. Half naked women uh, in a. Oh, this Thanksgiving, we have a gravy pool matchup. Puppies versus kittens. You know, yeah. And then, Dead serious. And they would do it for all sorts of holidays. And the amount of violence. <laughs> and, like, even the fans. Like, somebody shows up. Like, say, Joe, you're my best friend, but I'm at WrestleMania and you're not. So I have a giant sign that says, Joe is an F. The mm. three-letter word. Right. The derogatory term. And it's just like, you went to front row at WrestleMania, and the sign you chose to draw was a derogatory comment towards your best friend. 
Couldn't have just gone with John 316. Yeah, you, yeah, you couldn't have gone with Stone Cold or like, do you smell with the rot? No, you had to take a shot. Dude, I, I, I truly believe my Puppies! That, that, you... <laughs> 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 that was Jim Ross's partner. All right, whenever, Jerry the King Lawler. Yes, Jerry the King Lawler. Whenever a girl would like show out and her boobs were like popping out of the top of her shirt, he would just yell that, puppies! <laughs> and then he'd be like... Regular occurrence, yeah. Mike. Hey, King, what do you think about this match coming up? What? There's a match? I'm not looking at anything. I'm looking at her puppies! <laughs> it's really bad. You should watch some wrestling, Mike. Rikishi- just, for, just for the entertainment value. Rikishi? Yeah, dude, back that up. Uh, Patrick? I have watched some wrestling with you. It's not for me. Well, the old wrestling is the way to go. Get yourself a WWE subscription. I, no, no, it's Peacock now. Oh, it's well, all on Peacock. Peacock. It's all on Peacock, Mike. It's all on Peacock. Well, oh, on the WWE subscription, you can watch old paper. There is no WWE guys, network anymore. It merged with Peacock. I need you to understand something. That this fighting, will happen. Fighting, it does not appeal to me. So boxing, wrestling, MMA... I care negative percent about it. Oh, I don't like boxing or MMA. But wrestling, man? Those aren't real. Yeah, dude, those aren't real. Wrestling is life, dude. Life wrestling is life. Life isn't it's real. real to me, damn it. <laughs> my God. Oh, my God. They killed him. He's dead. I just, that man's got a family to think about. I just cannot get myself to care about combat sports. Oh, dude, it's not a con- it's not a sport, man. It's a TV show. But it's I mean, that's why The Rock said he was the most electric man in sports inter- in sports entertainment. Yeah, he wasn't like I'm the most electrifying athlete in all of sports. It's nah, sports dude. entertainment. Yeah, dude. He was making sure to throw that qualifier on. There. I could argue that Ted Lasso is sports entertainment. This text, by the way, says he totally knew what was uh, talking about Jim Ross. He totally knew what was happening. He helped write most of it. Yeah, and this text says, wow, Mike. Stop ruining my childhood, they continue. <laughs> Look, I'm, I'm not trying to ruin your childhood. Enjoy what you enjoy. I was just alerting Patrick that the way he was describing it was going all over my head because I don't know who any of these people are or any of these things that they're doing. Dude, I think you're missing out a big time, dude. Yeah, I'm sorry. I mean, like, look at, like... It's never going to Like, look at, look at Joe and I just went off on this, like, multiple moments. Oh, Joe and Rashad do it on Sundays, too, and I sit back and I take the segment off because so I don't know what So what does that tell is. you? Now you've got two shows that you, were, that you are a part of that have your name in the title and you refuse to jump on board with everybody else. Yeah. I'm dying laughing at these guys. Uh, Is there the, something you not know that you don't know about me? I'm definitely stubborn. There's uh, I ain't doing it. Shane McMahon jumped from the Hell in a Cell a few years back. I don't know, like 2014 or 15. Yeah. Related to Jim McMahon. And I'm sorry, but I I feel like I almost need to play no, Vince McMahon. It's his oh, son. Sorry. <laughs> I almost Jim's feel like quarterback. dude. If he if he did that, he would die at this point. He's that old. I just have to play this part of them base pleading for him not to jump because it's just you know it's a one acting on part of the commentators here just a sec it's straight shane o'mac no. is on top of hell in a cell don't, shane, you can't, don't do it. You can't do this shane, shane no no oh my god damn it shane stop it my shane, god don't do don't, this no shane no, no! Until someone's like, like losing their breath, he just <laughs> go through a table <laughs> as the last breath exits their body. I just love like how they acted like it was a movie. Once he finally jumped off, no, 
<laughs> All three. <laughs> All right, that's enough wrestling. Mike hates us. I, right, love, I love it. Are you kidding me? He's he's outruled right now. It's two to three. I mean, I, I love two you guys. To one. I do not like this. Dude, topic. we could do two hours. Although the fact that Jim Ross may or may not have known about it is interesting to me. It is interesting. But uh, everything else. Um, wow. I could easily do a two-hour show once a week on These like, are 90s some of wrestling. The, you, know, you want to talk about athletes, Mike. They are athletes, actually. I believe you. Yeah, they former are athlete, college athletes, former NFL players. Yeah, Ron Simmons is in the Florida State Hall of Fame. Brock Lesnar did not make the NFL. But National he champion was wrestler at, at training Minnesota. Camp. Kurt Angle, gold medal. With a broken freaking neck. Yeah, dude. I'd like to, before we break, <laughs> slide in a slight NBA nugget that I just saw on Twitter. Oogie. Eric Spolstra at the press conference just looked at the box score and said, quote, oh, that's not a very good three-point percentage. <laughs> <laughs> like you didn't pile those up as you were watching, buddy. All right, we come back. It's everyone's favorite, fair or foul. But first, there's my man Joe with sports. Is it fair? Oh, my that's goodness. That's a fair ball. Or is it foul? Well, he thought it was foul, I think. A knowledge test for Patrick and Mike to see how well they know the big leagues. Mathematics and strange symbols now as far as Major League Baseball is concerned. The OBP and the SLG and the ISO and the you name it. And what our distinguished hosts think about the stories that popped up around the big leagues. Peralta knocks it into center. David tonight, two for two, a leadoff single here in the fourth. And nobody noticed. This is Fair or Foul on the... The Hot Corner on 1080 The Fan. All right, this is America's favorite segment, at least for the four of you listening out there and the three of us here, although I'm a little iffy on if Joe likes it or not. But without further ado, this is Fair or Foul, and I'll hand this over to our fantastic producer, I wasn't Mr. Paying Joseph attention. Fisher, What the hell did you just say? What did you say to me? Nothing, dude. It's your turn. You're on. I have uh, I have the recording. I can go back and listen. You know, talk, talk for a second. In classic Joe Fisher fashion. Mike's laughing and Joe has no idea what I said. Yeah, well, in the in the producer chair, you tend to zone sometimes. Totally, totally, totally. The, the amount it. of times that they're like, I say something and Isaac and Sue are like, yeah, we just said that. <laughs> Sorry. Well, they were 5 of 35 from downtown last night. Mike, we just spent 10 minutes on that. For <laughs> the record, I do like Fair Pal. I enjoy it. Okay. Especially when there's baseball going on and there isn't <laughs> yeah, a lockout. Joe definitely hates it in January when there's nothing happening. Yeah, exactly. But right now it's fun. I like looking up these stats and coming up with I stuff. I think the, the trivia aspect of it is quite fun. Yes, indeed. Uh, and we shall begin. Tim Anderson was in the news, uh, not for uh, baseball reasons. Joe, we already talked about it. Sorry. I'm, my bad. I'm good. I'm good. You continue. Instead of uh, fair or foul, as Mike did on Stockwatch, we're doing Is It Racist? Tim Anderson edition and Josh Donaldson. Uh, no, actually, we're going to uh, put some shine on. <laughs> that was great. I'm glad you I did. Love Sook. Well, as a six foot five white man who looks like a white supremacist. Yeah. Looks yeah, like who was there on January 6th. On yeah, baby, we were there. We were there. We're giving you a ratings boost. There you go. Uh, Tim Anderson, very good shortstop. Uh, very good at bat. But, and uh, we will go tiers here. I will uh, ask for each one of these stack categories. Fair or foul, Tim Anderson leads all shortstop and hits. This season, you mean? Yes. And this isn't the only one. I, I have multiple stack categories. Fair. Foul. It is fair. Leads and hits. Mm, I thought it would be J.P. Crawford. Batting average, fair or foul? Fair. 
Before it stops again? Yep. Fair. I will say fair as well. That is fair. 346? Uh, I don't have the number on me right now. I just know that he leads. Uh, OPS. Fair or foul? Foul. I will also say foul. Somebody's got to be hitting more dingers than him. Fair. Wow. And stolen bases. Shortstop. I will say foul. I'll say fair. Clean sweep of fair. Let's go. That is your first foul. It's actually, uh, I believe, Jorge Mateo, mm. <laughs> Oriole, with a uh, 10. Baby? I like <laughs> that. Former Yankee prospect. I like um, that sexist dad. Tim Anderson leads all shortstops in war. Fair foul. Foul. That's J.P. Crawford, I think. Um, or it was like a week ago. God, with him leading in all those, it's hard to say no. Uh, for contrarian, I will say fair. It is fair. Leads in war also. So the only one of those ca- uh, stats was stolen bases. Crazy. Wow. He's really good at playing baseball. Do you know baseball. that Julio Rodriguez leads Major League Baseball in stolen bases? I did know that. Yeah, 13. Yeah. Oh, boy. He's fast. He's good. There was a guy today on the Tigers. You should look up the clip. I think his name is Derek Hill. Okay. He hit a routine ground ball to Carlos Correa at short, who did not bobble the ball, who took a normal throw to first, maybe a slight hesitation, but nothing unusual. Derek Hill beat it out. Wow. A routine, regular speed grounder short, he beat the throw. Correa's top three, top five, especially defensively. It was, I mean, it wasn't a bad defensive play. Well, yeah, yeah, this yeah. dude was fast. Wow, that's cool. Moving on. Our next one, let me get it pulled up here. I'm clicking all sorts of things. I don't understand the teams that aren't using PitchCon. Using what? PitchCon. The buttons and the... Oh, the... Yeah. Yeah. I, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I don't... I just don't get it. Um, Back to what we were doing here, Mike. Squirrel. If you would stop, please. Uh, Trevor's story has been very, very good lately. I told you earlier in the show, do not look up his stats, and it's because of this reason. He is in fair or foul. My fantasy team very much appreciates it. Patrick had a rough week last week, and I don't want to hear any excuses about uh, how he was getting married and had one of the biggest days of his lives, all right? That doesn't uh, – I mean, Mike was watching uh, – you were watching baseball that morning. Yeah, don't worry. Patrick has no excuses. He's having a really bad fantasy year. Yeah, it's brutal. Okay. All the players he thought would be good, they're not. All right. Well, Trevor's story – has hit a lot of home runs recently. In the last 15 days, fair or foul, Trevor Story has more home runs than the entire Washington Nationals. <laughs> well, I know How about he, in the last five days where yeah, he has like kn- six of them? I know he had like five and four games or something like that. But three I mean, of them in one game. Three of them were one, so that stat's a little loaded. Um, 15 days. In 15 days, more than the entire. And I want you to try and guess home run totals for both. Um, Extra credit. I will say f- fair. Um, I think he has had 10, and they have had seven. Boy, is there a team I've watched less than the Washington Nationals? I don't know. Maybe the Marlins. I haven't seen a single Marlins game, but I don't think I've seen a single Nationals game I think either. I've watched a half of a Nationals game, and that's it. Uh, I don't know anything about that team. Outside of the fact that they still have Juan Soto and they've got some guy named Yadiel Hernandez who was good for two weeks, who's on my fantasy team now, and I'm seeing if he's going to stick or not. Beyond that, I don't really know anything about them. I think they have Josh Bell. Uh-huh. They definitely do, also on the fantasy team. Mm-hmm. 
He's been actually hitting pretty well. For them. He has been pretty great this year. Um, He's still a bomb as a prospect. Last 15 days, I think Trevor Story has hit eight home runs, seven, seven home runs. Is that more than the entire Nationals team? I will say yes. They have four. Oof, that would be awful. Four homers in 15 days. In the last 15 days, Trevor Story has, Mike, should have gone with your gut, eight home runs. I'll give you a half a point just for saying thank eight you, home runs. Thank you. And for the Washington Nationals, home runs in the last 15 days, it is six. Okay, hold on. So it is indeed fair. And they actually have more home runs than the Padres as whoa, well, hey, who have seven. Whoa, Slam Diego. How dare you talk about them like that? I want to see something real quick. I'm going to Fangraphs. Pay no attention. Stall for time. Custom date range. Last 15 days. Last 15 days. Hey, Joe, side note, dude. I've got Dylan Bundy in a league. Nice. Uh, who's he on? Is, is he on Minnesota? Minnesota? Yeah. As he, yeah, what's he? They're okay. They're okay. Not Minnesota's terrible. sneaky good this year. Oh God, I hate them so much. I'm sorry, but it's. I mean, it's true. They're what ten games above 500 right now. I think they lead the division. Yeah, but I also wonder if I also wonder if you know part of them being good, quote unquote, uh, or at the top of the division more so is that the White Sox kind of really suck. Uh, that very well could and be. And that's it. so I mean, weird. Usually, I when a team in your division sucks, you beat them and have more wins than them. But the White Sox shouldn't suck. You know what I mean? So I, I pulled up last. But if there's 15, a team, sorry, if there's a team that's going to be sorry. that's supposed to be good, that is going to suck this year. Aren't don't the White Sox kind of feel like one of those teams? Say that again. Yeah, no, I, I think they kind of are because we last year we were so questioning of Tony Larusa that I think it was just a year early. If there was a team that was supposed to be good that, that sucked, suck. it would be the, the White it'd Sox. be the White Sox, right? Uh, it'd be the Mariners. <laughs> I mean, yes. Or the Red Sox. Admitting the Mariners. Out of but yeah, show. yeah. But but realistically, like real serious World Series contenders, yes, it's the White Sox because Tony LaRusso has no idea what and he's doing. And the Red Sox would be a good one, too. Um, I looked up last 15 days home runs just to see the list, just to be curious. So, yeah, uh, Washington Padres both have seven. Oakland has eight. Those are the three teams with under 10 home runs. Mm-hmm. Um, the most notable to me, number one is the Yankees with 26. Number oh. three is Boston with 23. Story is a huge part of that. Of number four is Houston with 23. Number five is the Dodgers with 22. Take a guess at who number two is with 24 home runs in the last 15 days. Maybe one of the cooler, more interesting stories in baseball of life. Is the answer the Anaheim Angels? No, they are seventh. Is the answer the Milwaukee Brewers? No, Joe. Do you have any guesses? Uh, well, I'm looking at the list right now, but oh, okay. don't say it because I almost I want to get a certain drop ready. Okay, I'm ready. I don't. Oh, okay. I think I know which one. The answer is the Arizona Diamondbacks have 24 homers in the last 15 days. Did you just repeat playing that over and over again? No, it's 14 seconds of the Diamondback rattle. <laughs> That's annoying. Um, <laughs> wow. Arizona's not great, but no. boy, are they better than we thought they were going to be. And they can hit a little bit, and they got that Astros pitching coach, Brent, Brent Strom, and he's actually made their pitchers all really good all of a sudden. 
and uh, maybe because they're cheating. And um, <laughs> yeah, that's uh, it's just cool to see Arizona up there. Okay, we, boy, would I hate to be in the National League West. We veered off track here very much. And speaking of that National League West, and speaking of the most hated player in the MLB, Manny Machado. Uh, Mike, you are correct. Manny Machado is having a great season. He's batting like 360-something now at this mm. point. 361, I think, is what I saw. Uh, but the rest of the Padres, as mentioned in the last question, not breaking at all. And is it so bad in San Diego that fair or foul? Manny Machado is the only Padre batting above 275. <laughs> Mike, I thought I'll, you were going to say 300. Mike, I will, I will let you go first because I know the answer to this. You do? I do. I believe the answer is foul. Ha Song Kim is hitting 278. <laughs> the answer I, to this is foul because Eric Hosmer is hitting over 300. Ah, true. I have him on my fantasy team. I should have known that. And uh, Patrick is correct. He must uh, either Eric have Hosmer. him on a fantasy team or just as uh, keep an eye on Eric Hosmer. I've got year. him on baseball tonight, 20. but I've got Goldschmidt in the one spot, and I don't have a utility spot because it's Shohei Otani, so he just sits on my bench, batting like 341. <laughs> Every okay. time Goldschmidt goes over four, you go, damn it. But Goldschmidt hit a granny the other day, and I was like, I'm sticking with Goldie. <laughs> Besides him, Eric Hosmer, the question still applies. No Padres batting above 275. Oh, yeah. All right. All right. This train the whole way. I mean, Will Myers has not blown anyone out the socks. All right. That's fair. Let's keep it going. 250. Not another Padre batting above 250. I will say fair. Fair. Let's keep it rolling. Oh, yeah. This is like last week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, Like last week. 240. I'll go fair. Foul. Someone's saying 242. Has to be. This is fair. 239 oh, is will, the next highest average. I will average. say foul because it's Jerickson Profar. Uh, well, 239, no. he just gave you the answer. It's uh, Jose Azokar, who only has 46 at-bats. Who the hell is that? <laughs> then you got Jorge Alfaro, 68 oh, at-bats. The catcher. But Will Myers is the you know most regular player. He's only played 29 games this year. 232. I can't Ha-Sung believe. Kim, Mike, 220. Not 270. 50 points incorrect. Austin uh, Nola, 212. Jerickson Profar, 212. Oh man, Jake thought, Cronenworth, 211. Luke Voigt, 202. Oh yeah, Luke Voigt. Luke Voigt, bullet dodged. God, it's bad over there. Thank God the Yankees traded in. Uh, you know what's not bad, though? The Cincinnati Reds, since they started 3-22. and They're 8-8. Eight and eight. Oh, are they? I don't know. They were 8-8 eight eight on that Reddit post, Patrick. Did they win today? How long ago was that? Don't look. Don't they do it. They did win today, yes. They won 4-3 to three today. Okay, but did they lose the day in between that post? <laughs> and They're today, nine to nine. fair foul. They are above 500 since their 3-22 start. Fair. Fair. Yes, they're 10-8. and eight. All right, that'll do it for us. That is. You know who else was at the top of that home run list? The Cubs. <laughs> oh, really? They were in sixth. Oh, for homers hit in the last 15 days. Oh, that team sucks. It does. Well, that'll do it for us for fair or foul. When we come back, a moment I didn't expect I would cherish. Getting married? My life is changing forever. We'll get to that next. This is the Hot Corner, 10 of the Fan. This is the Hot Corner with Harrison Lynch on 1080 The Fan.
when we come back next week, it will be the month of June, and then it's kind of time to really start talking about what's going on here. I know it's been fun the last two months to kind of baseball's back and everything, but it's time to kind of get into the nitty-gritty. So we'll get into that. Look forward to that for the month of June uh, for the hot corner. But I want to touch on this as, as we, you know, adios. I didn't expect this to ever really kind of happen to me. One of those kind of life-changing moments that you go through. And it is wild to sit in this chair knowing that something I never thought was going to happen is going to be such a staple of my life and bring me so much joy. And that is tomorrow night at midnight, Kenobi drops. And I, for one, am so jacked. I knew it. I was waiting. absolutely jacked. I was waiting for the bait and switch. I was absolutely jacked. I was sitting here with... Half open eyes. I was suspicious of one Patrick Harris. I am so jacked. I never thought as a kid that once Revenge of the Sith came out, which is my second favorite Star Wars movie, I never thought that there was even a possibility that we would see a bridge between episode three and four involving Obi-Wan Kenobi. Yet here we are on the precipice of greatness. Mm -hmm. And there is nothing. I repeat, there is nothing this show can do to disappoint me. Yeah, my girlfriend is equally as excited about it. She is freaking the hell out about this show. She loves it. She loves Obi-Wan, and she loves you and McGregor. She as loves Obi-Wan. it already. And she, we, we started re-watching from the beginning because she was excited to try to catch up for Obi-Wan. Mm-hmm. But we started Clone Wars, which is like six seasons, so we're definitely not going to finish it by the time Obi-Wan starts. Seven. Um, and I, I, she was like, she has like this thing where she likes to watch it in order. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, you know, you can watch Obi-Wan when it comes out, and then we can watch it again. And she was like, oh! Okay. And then, like, immediately she got super excited, so we'll be watching it as it comes out. Well, Disney Plus put out a watch list for the week leading up. They were like, on Friday, you watch The Phantom Menace. Mm. On Saturday, you watch Attack of the Clones. On Sunday, you watch The Clone Wars movie. On Monday, you watch Clone Wars Season 2, Episodes 12, 13, 14, 15, 16. Okay. (laughs) On Tuesday, you watch The Clone Wars Season 4, 15, 16, 17, 18. On Wednesday, you watch Season 5, Episodes 14, 15, 16. On Thursday, you bathe. Thursday, you watch Revenge of the Sith. And Friday, you get Obi-Wan. That's now, cool. on Thursday, I'll be waiting up till midnight. Before then, two episodes will drop at midnight. So oh, I'll be up until nice. most likely 2, 2.30 in the morning, uh, early Friday morning. That will not be happening at my house, but we will probably watch <clears throat> both of them on Friday. Uh, I will pay for it and regret it on Friday morning, but this is it, dude. This is the pinnacle of my life. What is it about the pinnacle? So, okay. I am a Star Wars fan. Sure. I am not a Star Wars super fan, at least not yet. I'm not a super fan. I'm just a junkie. Like, it's like I'm chasing the dragon. I am learning a lot more about it as I'm watching it with my girlfriend, who is obsessed with Star Wars. And it's fun. I I like learning all the little details that I missed as a kid. What is it about Obi-Wan's character... Ewan McGregor's version <clears throat> that is so beloved in the Star Wars world. Well, I think what it is 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 Obi-Wan Kenobi, the character, starts off as the only representation of whatever this mythical group is of Jedi. So he's like this conscious old man who's very wise and very smart. And when the prequels happen to explain his backstory, the answer is Ewan McGregor. He just fits it and he nails it. And how he portrays it and puts it into it and how he views that character and going back to do more, you know that guy cares as much as you do. And I think that's what it is. 
I mean, he's the best part of the prequels by far. Wilson. I mean, it, it's low-hanging fruit, but by far he is the best aspect of all three of those movies. Well, second best. Behind? Jar Jar. Of course. Of course you were going to do that. Thanks, Mike, for just pooping all over me. Well, that'll do it for us. Uh, that's Mike Lynch, Joe Fisher behind the glass. This is Pierre. This is the Hot Corner. We'll catch you next week. Go do something I would do. Like getting married. Stay up late to walk over We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.